Greetings, Earthlings, Lightworkers, Multidimensional Beings, Starseeds, and Desert Timeline Jumpers. This is Stardust Radio, and we are your Twin Flame hosts, Radio and Danny. Today is... I don't really know. I'm infinite. Unlimited consciousness. If I wanted to experience time, I could go to Venus, where one day is 5,832 hours. Yikes. Before we get into it, Danny will be blessing this message. Spirit, I ask you to bless this message and all who receive it. May your word bring truth, light, clarity, and love. Amen. Thank you, baby. How are you feeling on this glorious morning? It was a little cold, but yeah, beautiful morning. I'm mostly feeling cold, but starting to warm up a little. Coffee helped. Mm-hmm. We have this morning ritual where we, we get up and we make our coffee. It's pretty much like it's wake up, cuddles, coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have a smoke outside. Yeah, have a smoke. Yeah. That's our little ritual, and I, I have to say I love it. Sometimes it lasts for hours. Sometimes it does, yeah. And I think that's, in a lot of ways, what encouraged us to do this was the fact that we were having these really long conversations anyway, so we might as well record them and see what happens. And a lot of things happen in these conversations that we don't realize in the moment, but like breakthroughs and epiphanies and insight, new insight. uh, Absolutely. And these conversations can be really (laughs) life-changing. That sounds yeah. dramatic, but I don't know. They helped me so much. I've, I have definitely feel like I've had some life-changing epi- epiphanies during these conversations. That's when, like, the big, the big stuff happens. Because right. you're not... It's, it's natural, I guess, is, is what I'm trying to say. Like, it just feels like it, it comes on very naturally and very cathartic. It is. Yeah. So we hope it's doing that for... For whoever's listening as well. Yeah. Yeah. Been really happy with the metrics. People are listening to us and hopefully enjoying us. Um, we would like, I, I don't know, would you like to get to a place where like we ask questions or answer questions? Of course. Yeah. Um, if anyone has questions. We not actually that... have a question today. Oh, we do have a question yeah, today. Yeah. My sister asked a question. That's right. Um, not that we're like experts or anything. We're not. We're just figuring things out, but we are TFs and we are in union. So we do have a unique perspective and I feel... Honestly, like everyone has a unique perspective. Yes. And everyone's having a u- unique experience. So I like I gain so much from other people's perspectives and yeah, I mean that's I guess that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. You know, we're not experts, but we are we do have a unique perspective and that that is our own and that is something we're trying to share. Exactly. Before I used to be so guarded about listening to other people's beliefs because Growing up in religion, I think it makes you so hyper-focused on your one religion and that's the right way and there's like all this guilt and shame put on top of it too. So it's just not good, but I'm glad that now I'm in a place where it's like not religion, it's spiritual knowing and that's different. Being spiritual is different than being religious. Yeah, I agree and I also feel like, I don't know if you agree with this, but like growing up with sort of imposed religion kind of made made me weary for a long time of like spirituality in general like i i spent many many years where i was just like not like an atheist you know i wouldn't say that but Mm -hmm. i definitely felt lost lost and confused because i didn't know what to believe 
Yeah, I sort of feel that way with like politics right now. <laughs> right. I'm just like, I don't know what to believe. Well, I and there's so much weird, the yeah. vaccines and the anti vaccine And it's just like, I'm like, uh, I'm just going to remove myself from all of this. Well, it's and a puppet focus show. Focus on myself. It's a puppet show. And religion can be like that too, where it's just, it's just a performance and there's nothing real there. I'm not saying that it's like that for all religions. I'm just, I'm just saying that it could feel that way. Yeah. People can have authentic spirituality in anything. Yes. Yeah. You could be a Jedi and, and you could find your spiritual calling or your center or whatever it is through that. I think if it's authentic to you, it's authentic. Right. But so much of it is uh, like performance. Uh, that that I encountered growing up and stuff it was like uh, it's like exhibitionism you know like people were trying to you know like virtue signal appear you know? a certain way yeah. appear holier than thou mm-hmm. or self-righteous exactly it's it's a tough field to navigate right now I think spirituality because it is becoming kind of trendy in a way mm. um, yeah. uh, I, I see it a lot more than I ever did back then um and I think some people are uh, very easily tricked into um, into that. This is where the discernment comes in. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny's been talking a lot about... It's just been a theme that's been coming up, like discernment. Yeah. And, you know, there's... There's a lot of information out there. And there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, trying to help... And there's a lot of communication. And then there's also, you know, people with agendas. And it's hard to know which is which sometimes. Yeah. Um, if you don't have great discernment. Uh, Especially as a, a new person just to this spirituality thing, to like a new person on their journey just starting out. it It's really hard to know who's telling the truth and who's not because it's so easy to fake. Um, they talk about false light false idols, you know, things like that. Right. Uh, that stuff is out there. And discernment has been popping up a lot for me in my lessons lately. I think, I'm not sure why necessarily, but radio is like, his discernment is so spot on. Like, I, I've dealt with, I was going to, I was going to say that. I wasn't sure if I should say it, but like, <clears throat> I grew up with um, I, the sixth child of, you know, my parents and I was pretty much an accident. I grew up at the end or I was born at the end, uh, 12 years separated from my youngest sister. And so all my siblings were so much older than me and I had all these different perspectives on life. And, you know, like you growing up, you had your parents, maybe your grandma and grandpa, but mostly your parents are telling you what's what about this world. Uh, I had six or (laughs) I had my parents, so actually seven, both my parents and then all of my siblings and then all of their partners. So I had a lot of different opinions um, coming at me and that really caused a lot of issues for me when I was younger Mm -hmm. because I started to question everything because I'm like, well, that doesn't jive with what that person's saying and I respect and love both of you. So how is this possible? (laughs) So it caused a lot of trouble for me growing up because I didn't know what was what. And it doesn't seem like other people know what's what either, right? Right. <laughs> and that's a scary place to be when you don't know what's what and everyone around you doesn't know what's what. But what it did do for me is it shaped my discernment mm. uh, to the point where like I, I, I want to tell people 
sense somebody's energy. Like, what is the energy they're putting off? Like, what what do you feel from this person? But I, I don't know. Every, I don't know how other people feel. I don't know if other people feel it the same way. But for me, I can usually tell by someone's energy. Like, you know what, what I mean? they're about. Yeah, I know what you're about. Like, you don't even... You can't, you can't trick me. You can't <laughs> fool me. Like, I see right through you. Right. Um, and I'm not trying to be boastful about it. It just is what it is. I have, you know, everyone has their gifts. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not easily fooled. <laughs> that's good. And that's something you're teaching me. I think I grew up um, over-trusting people and ignoring my intuition for various reasons. So... Now I'm learning how to to read other people and really tap into my empathic uh, abilities. Right. Because they were sh- they were shut off for a while, so now I'm like getting these like readings on people, basically like these feelings, and it's really new for me. And I gotta say, like sometimes my mind wants to like, oftentimes actually wants to tell a different story than what I'm feeling. What do you mean? Like sometimes I'll come across someone and I'm like, something feels off. And I wonder like, what's up with this person? Like, what are their true intentions? And then my mind is like, you know, why are you being so judgy? (laughs) Uh, You know, causing me to to kind of like bring in the logical brain and and also the the shame, (laughs) The, the judgment, the ego stuff. Right. So, yeah, it's discernment is so much more than just like. A feeling though yeah there's a lot of pieces to it and honestly it's it's something i did want to discuss with you because i don't fully understand like all the moving parts to it you know all yeah. the pieces to it i know that i can spot that very easily but i you know and i i assume to know why but i don't really understand it like you say you feel like you were trusting for so long and now you're starting to to sort of feel more and, yes. and I think, but I think in your case, that has a lot more to do with you opening like so many parts of yourself up that were before you were walled up. Right. And when you wall yourself up like that, uh, it blocks, it doesn't just block your emotions. It blocks other things, you know? And, yeah. And, and in this case, I feel like a lot of your discernment and, and also the way you don't trust yourself, like based on what you're, mm. you're saying, mm-hmm. you have this intuition that comes in and you don't trust it and then you make yourself feel bad <laughs> right for feeling that yeah way. so you're like you stack guilt or oh i shouldn't be this way the the good old shouldn'ts right uh they call that uh, stacking mm-hmm. right and uh and now it's like you're learning to trust that yeah yourself. that that gut feeling and i know everyone has that like everyone has intuition but for some reason or other, we learn how to quiet it or distract ourselves from it or block it or whatever. And that was the reason for me anyway. I'm not speaking for everyone, but but there's, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like mm-hmm. everybody does have that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, different things. You know, our upbringing is, is such a big factor of it. Uh, you know, nature versus nurture. <laughs> the great old uh, th- battle and I feel like the nurture like the that part of it can you know really affect things that we just naturally are born with you know things mm. we naturally have gifts yeah. and uh, so much of our upbringing like so much healing work needs to be done on 
on not just like ourselves as as adults but like our, our inner child work and yeah and our families too we're healing yeah generational trauma of right. our families as well and there's i know there's magic in a lot of our ancestry ancestry i really love what max said about how if you heal yourself now you're healing your ancestors too mm-hmm. I, I never really thought about that and I, I thought that was such an interesting and an amazing take like i thought wow that's that's wonderful if, if you know if that is the case that's that's great yeah because there is so much generational trauma that you see it. You see it when you talk to people sometimes. Like I feel now when I speak to people, like I see so much, I feel so much from them. And even the people that are trying to hide themselves, like you know what someone's trying to hide by the way they're trying to hide it. And the way they're acting. Right, yeah, it's the behavior is very clear to me. Right. Like, you know, you, I was married to a therapist for, you know, 18 years i i i've learned a thing or two about the clinical side of things about behaviors especially about behaviors yeah in particular and then just having my natural discernment as well and i couple those things together and i feel very grateful for those experiences you know there are times where i'm like damn why did everything happen the way it happened you know but then you get this like sort of 5d perspective where you can the top-down view you know where you can uh, uh, trace it back and understand why everything happened the way it did and it's um, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the five D perspective it gives us another take, and there's wisdom there because it's the full, broad perspective. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know if you can have truly the full perspective until you you revisit those things in in retrospect, and and you can connect the dots. And see all the ways that the things matched up. You know what I mean? The behaviors and your thoughts. And you can even understand why you got to those thoughts based on your perspective at that time versus your perspective at a later time. And I think that's one of the great things about, you know, having these talks and processing your emotions, uh, which some people just refuse to do, obviously. Um, but a lot, a lot of, a lot of our communication is that and it gives me so much perspective yeah it's healing the act of getting into that 5d perspective tapping into it it gives us healing because you could see the whole story you can see all the moving pieces like you said um it's hard to really understand why things are happening when you're in them so thank goodness for the illusion of time <laughs> because yeah. it help it, it really does help us uh it helps our human 3d brains to process what we've experienced hmm, what was that i have no idea oh you know what it was the door oh <laughs> <laughs> i was like i looked out and your foot Just was like nowhere near this the rumble <laughs> this rumble terrifying rumble sorry about that terrifying rumble uh hopefully it wasn't too bad <laughs> Um, what were you saying though about like looking back something about retrospect yeah just you know being able to look back at it and analyze it from this higher perspective like I'll go back and look at things from 20 or 30 years ago sometimes you know Mm -hmm. when I'm in my head and I'll see it now from this perspective and things that even used to bother me before that I used to think man like that's such a terrible thing I could see the lessons now in the contrast Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we've talked about uh, 
you and I have talked about, we talked about it with uh, Max and Delara, that, that first voice chat that we had with them where we were talking about like looking for the lessons mm-hmm. and trying to find the lessons. Cause when something bad is happening, even when Monty jumped in the, in the lake, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. A so we took Monty, the dog, uh, for a walk and I unleashed him. <laughs> I took his leash off and unleashed him into the, into the it's wild. <laughs> And he ran down the slope um, in, in this nature preserve near my, my home. And there was this big lake, or it was like a small lake, actually. Mm-hmm. It was almost a big pond or a small lake. I don't, I don't know well enough to know the, the <laughs> distinction between the two. But he, he's a little blind. He's an old dog. And I think he underestimated or overestimated the amount of runway space he had. And when he got to the edge, he just, it, to us, it looked like he jumped in. Like he looked like he just jumped in like full, <laughs> full bore. No, uh, no questions, no doubts in his mind that that's what he wanted to do. Um, but then quickly we began to realize that he was, he didn't intend for that to happen. No, and, he was panicking. And yeah. here he was, you know, panicking in this, uh, water, cold morning, uh, pond water, uh, gross murky, pond water, stagnant, radioactive, <laughs> contaminated, contaminated water. water. And so he swam away from us, which was not good because we were like, come back, come back. And he just swam in circles for about, what, about five minutes? It felt longer, but it was probably about five minutes. Yeah, but he, I could tell he was getting scared and tired because he was starting to whine. But I think because I was freaking out and you were yelling at him, he like... His brain was telling him danger. we were danger. Yeah, we were yeah, we were dangerous. Scared. He was scared, so he wouldn't swim back to us. And uh, radio, very valiantly, um, <laughs> removed his clothing and jumped into the water. I think now is a very good time to explain that it wasn't it wasn't a valiant act on my part. <laughs> what basically happened is I knew if I didn't do it, she was going to do it, and I wasn't. I, I just couldn't I couldn't allow that to happen. There was just that wasn't going to happen. I was I would jump into this. It wasn't freezing, but it was cold uh, pond scum, uh, so that she wouldn't do it because I knew I knew she was going to do I it. I was going to do it because I was not about to let an animal drown in front of me. Uh, I'm not saying I wanted him to drown, <laughs> okay. but let's just say if she hadn't been there, I don't know if I would have jumped in. But he he did eventually. He I jumped in and it, it was all for naught. He just swam away from me, right. and he ended up going into some pond grass. And this 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 night or this whole day of trying to get him out of that ensued, which I think it was like five or six hours. The or the whole ordeal and. Yeah. Animal control came out and this officer, she was really kind. She she was able to get him out. She was able to stand on the pond wa- uh, grass. Mm-hmm. And it, she was light enough that it, she didn't fall through. And yeah, anyway, we got him out. But I bring that up because you kept asking. You're like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Well, because like just moments before that happened, I was in this state of gratitude and joy and I was, the sun was shining and I was with my TF and we were walking in our favorite dimension and (laughs) it was wonderful. And I was, I was like talking to God. I was like, God, just speak to me in any way, you know, whatever I'm ready to receive, like, you know, let, let me be open to it. And then seconds later, you know, our dog is about to drown. Yeah. A thousand pounds of contrast. (laughs) Yeah, very quickly. Um, 
So I I had a human moment. My avatar was upset. Like, God, why is this happening? Like, why am I about to see this dog drown before my very eyes? Like, it was horrifying. It was horrifying. And, and it's funny because we did have that look for the contrast conversation like the day before. Mm-hmm. So, or the lesson, look for the lesson in the contrast. So I was sitting there going, what lesson is this? What lesson is this? And I even started saying it. I'm like, what are we supposed to learn from this? Like, what are we learning from this? Yeah. So very immediately, we went from looking at it from a 3D perspective to a 5D perspective. Mm -hmm. While it was happening. While it was happening. In real time. (laughs) Um, And once that happened, everything really started to shift. Like, Monty was able to get to a safe enough place, even though we couldn't reach him. He was safe. He wasn't going to drown anymore. Um, and then suddenly we were getting calls from people who wanted to help. People were showing up, like yeah. very kind people. And it was like the universe orchestrated this. I, I, I learned a lot from that. Me too. Me yeah, too. I learned a lot. Like I learned I was willing to jump into radioactive waters for you. Um, <laughs> I learned that. And I learned, you know, how we react in, in a panic situation. And I think you learned that. And I think we both learned something from it that we can apply moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we handled that situation beautifully overall. Like at first we might have panicked, but then it really shifted. And I was able to see like the meaning of it, like just how important that was to happen. I totally agree. And also having some distance from it now, I feel like I could look at it in retrospect and and gain so much from it. And laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're def- I was definitely not laughing in the moment. I was uh, crying hysterically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it went bad really fast, guys. I just, it's so funny, right? The fact that I was like in this state of bliss before and then it changed so quickly. Like, is is that is not, is that not 3D Earth mm-hmm. experience for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I kept saying that. I'm like, this is just an experience. Like, This is an interesting experience. Because there was a point when he was swimming around. And I'm going to sound like an asshole right now. But there was a point where I started laughing. <laughs> and I wasn't laughing about him being in the water. I was laughing about how absurd the situation we it, were it in It truly was. was absurd. Because why would it happen to us? Why would something like that happen to us? We were just vibing too. And then it turned into like a horror situation. But... That's life. You got to find the lessons in the contrast. <laughs> that is, yeah. And it's it's easy to say it. It's so much harder to do it. Right. You know what I mean. And I feel like this past weekend was like so needed. <laughs> so it was like Monty Monty jumped in the thing, and then my parents got COVID mm-hmm. like really quickly thereafter, and. Uh, your sister invited us to go to Joshua Tree. Yeah. Uh, for her husband, Chris's birthday. Mm-hmm. And um, and I didn't think we were going to make it because, you know, my parents got COVID and, you know, they're 80 plus years old, both of them. So I thought if they get COVID, like this is this is game over, man. You know, like yeah. this is bad. But, you know, my dad's a stubborn guy. He likes to leave the house several times a day, every single day. And run his little errands and, you know, break up the day that way, I guess. It's just his moment-to-moment existence is rather difficult. And while I can relate to that, it it can be trying when you're trying to keep your parents healthy and stuff. But uh, I 
don't know if it was just their immune system or because they got both vaccinations and the booster, but they it hit them less than it hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. Less I'm, than it hit me too. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy, but I'm also like, what the hell, man? <laughs> why are... Why are I know it's it's a good thing that they absolutely took it so well. Yeah, and we were able to to go to Joshua Tree, and that was that was just the opposite, like of ever all the contrasts that had been building. This sort of you think of a slingshot, all these all this contrast was pulling, pulling us, us back. back. Mm-hmm. And then we went on this trip, and it felt like we just went like rocketed into the opposite direction. We did. Uh, it was an amazing experience. If anyone's been to Joshua Tree, you know how beautiful it is out there. And my sister's husband was talking about how um, it's like an energy void. You know, it's it's the desert. There's not a lot of people. Um, it's it's a very neutral zone in terms of energy. We live in a city, so like I feel energy just being in my car on the road. Like I feel my neighbor's energy. Uh, I'm really sensitive to that. But out there, we were. It was just us four. Um, there was and, no one around us. Yeah, there's no one around us but like the stars. <laughs> oh, and, and the light pollution there is, is minimal compared to where we live. Uh, I'm sure it's even more minimal in some places, but I mean, I was seeing stars I'd never seen before. I couldn't even recognize like the normal constellations, like the Big Dipper, the Little Dipper. I couldn't. I couldn't make them out because there were just so many stars. I was like, where are... It just looks like salt thrown up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like this completely unfamiliar sky, salt all over the sky. Uh, It was was beautiful. It was was breathtaking. It was cold Mm -hmm. because it's January, but it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And the conversations we had, the epiphanies I had, you know, the stuff I was able to process and just the rest. I mean, we kind of partied a little hard. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, we also did like sweet fuck all. Like we just sat around. They had like hammocks and jacuzzis and outdoor bathtubs and fire pits. And yeah, it was glorious. It was absolutely glorious. It turned into this spiritual retreat, actually. Uh, we expected it to be more like a, a rager. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, my sister and her husband can, can rage. They're both bartenders, so. Yeah, they... um. They don't play. <laughs> they don't when play when it comes to, to having a good time. But yeah, it, they go it, hard. Yeah, it ended up just being us four, and uh, we just spent most of the time talking. Um, and like Radio said, it was a complete opposite from what we had been going through. Uh, it just shows me the ebbs and flows of life. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll just be in the thick of it, and then other times you're just flowing in your lazy river. And I think it's important to have awareness and mindfulness in both of those situations. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like to a certain degree, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I have no other perspective other than the one that happened, but I felt like I was really able to appreciate and enjoy the time there because of everything that it had. I felt I needed it so badly Mm -hmm. in that moment. Like there were so many times where we were going to cancel and it's like, well, let's do one night. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the other people canceled and it's like, well, we can't just do one night because then they'll be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then it just ended up happening exactly the way it was supposed to happen. Right. And that's what uh, Chris kept saying too. He's like, I'm just so happy with the way that it turned out. Yeah. Um, And it was an experience that just shows me that I'm on a higher timeline because 
the experiences that I'm having and the conversations that I'm having with other people, like I know that I'm on a ascended timeline because these were not happening in my life a year ago. These were not happening in the timeline that I was in before. Right. Yeah, that's so true. I, I hadn't even thought about that, but you're absolutely correct. Like the conversations we're having, um, like on the Discord, with the conversations we're having in, in you know, in real life with mm-hmm. people, like it just feels like there's so much momentum in that regard where our connections are just getting so deep. Yes. You know what I mean? And the topics. I just feel so led by love. I, so, I feel so opened to love. Um, and the experiences are are just love, the pure love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know from the people that listen to this, like, do you also feel like you're on a higher timeline? And what does that look like for you? What does it look like, radio, to be on a higher timeline? It For me, like, it feels... We we're talking, we've talked about this before, and I feel like timeline is, is the most accurate thing we could call it but I, I just feel like we're the ones who who are are higher not so much the timeline around us right um but i know that's just the way to phrase it uh, but it feels like who we are is higher so our frequency changes and so we're attracting different things because you're only going to attract whatever is at your frequency right and so if you're having like this life where you're like the lower in the lower vibrations you're going to attract lower vibrational people yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just going to be part of your existence. And the opportunities that surround you are going to be lower vibration too. So like, because we're on a higher timeline, we're, these opportunities that weren't available to us before are beginning to pop up. Like A lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know who said it, but I read that synchronicities are the language of the universe and i think Mm. synchronicity when you have synchronicity in your life it is proof that you're on a higher timeline because everything happening all the chaos that's that's happening you're one not affected by it as much and two you see how the universe sorry universe uses it to like orchestrate it for your good like yes. the, like the Monty thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean any other time like that would have just been well not any other time, but I mean I could see in the past where that would have just been a really annoying thing. You know what I mean? Even while it was happening, I never went into like why is this happening? I don't want to spend my day doing this. I was just like, "Oh, let's do this." <laughs> you know, I sort of like surrendered myself to the to the situation and tried to not enjoy it. Enjoy it's the wrong word, but just I lean into it. Right. Be fully, Instead of resist it. Be fully in it and feel all the things. Feel scared. Feel like annoyed. Feel, you know what I mean? Like regret. Like, oh, I shouldn't have taken him off the leash. Because I did ask her. I did ask Nanny. I was like, should I take take him off the leash? And she was like, nah. And I'm like, ah, I'll do it anyway. I'm just asking as a, you know, <laughs> as a courtesy. I don't know. It's, it's, it's decorative. It's a decorative question. It doesn't actually serve any purpose whatsoever. <laughs> you we both do that though yeah the decorative question like we've already made up our mind but we're uh, just like just throwing it out there yeah just throwing it out there <laughs> but if you say no i'm still gonna do it <laughs> i love that about us though yeah we allow it like sometimes you'll do that too and I'll, i just laugh and smile because I, I know i do the same thing <laughs> um but yeah i i feel like 
synchronicities are are just evidence that you're on a t- higher timeline. So you're you're like watching all of the pieces come together for you. Uh, it's a really cool thing to be a part of, and it wasn't in my life bef- just Same. before till recently really yeah. i mean like before it almost seemed like i was at the mercy of like whatever life wherever life wanted to take me and now i know that it doesn't matter where life takes me the universe is going to work with that orchestrate it move the pieces around and i'm going to benefit from it and it's funny because i totally agree with what you just said mm-hmm. i felt helpless right to the whims of of fate or circumstance Right. But I had so much resistance about it. And the only thing that's really, really changed, well, okay, I, I don't want to say that, but one of the things mm-hmm. and one of the big things that really changed was that I did surrender to it. I was like, you know what, universe, God, like put me where I, I need to be. I surrender, like whatever it is, contrast, good stuff, mission, work, whatever, just I'll do it. I'm, I'm not in it for me anymore. You know what I mean? Just just let it be whatever it is. And it's sort of ironic because before I felt powerless, but I had resistance towards it. Now I realize I'm not in control and I love it. And I'm like, let's see what happens next. Right. Let's go with it. I was, I was such a control freak a year ago, a year and a half ago. And now I'm just like, whatever's supposed to happen can happen. And I will learn from it and it will aid me. On my journey yeah and I I feel that so deeply versus Mm -hmm. before where it was just a really like beautiful thought or you know like a a concept yeah like a frame on the wall that's like surrender you know (laughs) right footprints you know God was carrying you all along you know it sounds great and I could like intellectualize it Mm. but to fully feel that in my heart and I guess that's the difference is feeling it versus thinking it right you were saying that we were outside and she was like you know if you if you feel it you're fine but once you get into your headspace you start to question things and you start to overanalyze things and try to intellectualize things and it breaks everything down if you just open your heart and allow yourself to really feel something and fully fully feel it and and trust it and believe it it's a very, the world, I mean, it's the same world, but it's a very different color. It's a very different vibrancy. Yeah. Uh, you're, it's like high def, you know, 4K. It's a different reality. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I get into the, the timeline stuff. I get into the dimension stuff because mm-hmm. I like knowing that infinite realities are available to me. And I like knowing that I can choose it, that I'm the creator that I'm the director of the way this goes. Um, and it's not control. It's not from a place of control. It's not. No. It's just an understand. It's like a knowing. Right. Yeah. Like I've surrendered uh, my will to the divine will. So wherever God wants to take me. And that's a, just a different ride, man. <laughs> it's a different ride. But at the same time, you understand that your thoughts lead to manifestations. Mm-hmm. So you mind your thoughts. You mind your energy. Yeah. And you go with the flow. You know what yeah. you want ultimately. And it could be something as vague as I want to be useful. Mm-hmm. And I want to experience shit. Because really, that's why we're here. That's all we're here for. <laughs> it's like, I want to do my job. You know, I want to experience right. shit. And I want, to, I, want to see, I want to see things. And I want to do my job. Yes. 
it's very vague. You know, I, I don't want, uh, you know. Anything specific. No, I just. I think it's easier to manifest that way. Abraham Hicks talks a lot, yeah. a lot about it, about going general versus going specific. So when you're like trying, when you want to manifest something, it's better to go general instead of being specific. So when you're general, it's more about the way that you want to feel the experience that you want to have. Like, I want to feel happy. I want to feel excitement. I want to feel passion. Instead of being specific, like, I want to have that car, Mm. that model. Because there's a lot of resistance in that. There's a lot of resistance in, like, exerting your your will, your ego will over Yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Like, I could... I could very much feel that. Mm-hmm. I could feel it in the difference of then versus now, how much that is true. Like I could feel the, the you truth. You mean in like that. in yeah. your in your past experience? Yeah, just just thinking about it as you're saying it, going, yeah, like that resonates with me very deeply because I could I could literally feel the difference. Yeah, and you can exactly you could feel the difference again because we're we all have that that gift of intuition. We all have that connection to source energy. So when we're tapped into source energy, it just, it feels different. You don't, you don't feel it in your mind. You can't have it in your mind. It's, it's a feeling. Right. Yeah. And back to the synchronicities, like I feel, I feel like that has been such a theme lately. You know, the feeling versus thinking, getting into your heart space versus getting, getting out of your head space. Mm-hmm. And um, also... The timeline jumping has been something that has been brought up a lot, especially. Yeah. And we did have a question about that. Uh, yeah. Well, this one is a question from my sister, Nani. Um, she, well, we had these conversations about timeline mm-hmm. jumping when we were in Joshua Tree. <laughs> because the last time that we, we like partied with them. Took a trip. Took a trip with them. Went away from our city with them. Uh, we had this crazy experience that we could only call a timeline jump and i would also like to hear from other people about this too like what are your what is your experience with it have you done it before yeah we came back and there were subtle changes to the timeline yes but enough to to make you realize that something had happened right and it was funny because I didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. She didn't say anything. Chris didn't. But at, over the course of the past year, yes, little things have come up here and there. And finally, I think it was like six months later, mm-hmm. you're like, I think we jumped timelines. And she and like her her reaction to that was so emotional and authentic. And she was just like, yes, you know, like her. She's like, that's what it feels like. And it was just like, whoa. And it was like this was before we had even looked into that. Like it's what made us look into it. Right. Well, uh, just like the twin flame thing, we're like, we didn't know what twin flames were. And then we had to look it up. And because find we were out experiencing a phenomenon. We were yeah. experiencing something that wasn't normal and we couldn't define it. And we had to find, you know, we had to go- use Google to please explain our experience to us, please. Because that's, we're dependent. We're 21st century kids, you know, like we don't, we don't understand our experiences unless they're defined to us by the internet. Or they're, you know, expressed on Reddit or something. Yeah, exactly. I love Reddit though. Uh, but yeah, so the first time that we ever uh, went away from the city with them, we came back and it was a different timeline. And again, the same thing happened this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So my sister had this question, what happens to the version of me when I leave that timeline? Which I think is her the question is what happens to the me from that timeline that I left, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about that because yeah, what that's a good question. Right. When you leave a timeline, do you just you know, vacated, like, (laughs) and so like, sometimes when a question is asked to me, like, I pull it from like my brain, you know what I mean? And I'm like, Oh, it's this, what, what's your favorite color? Oh, it's, it's this color. Or what's two plus two? It's four. It's four, right? (laughs) And, um, when someone asks me a question like that, that I don't know the answer to, like I get an answer in my head and I wonder, oh, am I insane? Or is this like a download or is my brain just coming up, like filling in the gaps and coming up with an answer? But my, what I hear in my head, <laughs> not not voices, just, but what I hear <laughs> is that it just keeps going. Because like your whole path, until those little changes come and make divergent paths and variants in the paths, Right. Like if, if you think of like the, the Loki uh, show or series on, on Disney Plus where those like timelines branch out from the main timeline, like those happen in moments, right? So like every moment, every decision you make. A significant a, decision. Yeah, yeah. There's like these little, you went left instead of right, like, you know, you drink Coke instead of Pepsi, whatever. What those, those like, those don't really cause those types of things. You know what I mean? They're right. minute, but there are actions you take which are significant radical actions and um i think when those happen you shift something in your timeline and your your life takes a different course right now what happens to the course that you were on Mm -hmm. well according to the multiverse theory everything's happening every everything that could ever happen is every possibility is happening infinite realities infinite infinite realities infinite timelines infinite possibilities so that reality just kept right on chugging along. Right. So she didn't really leave it. No. Physically, her her physical self is still in that reality, just at a different frequency that she doesn't resonate with any longer. Correct. Because her, her life isn't completely played out. It's fluid. Mm-hmm. And so she can change it. She right. can She can change it again. She could change it a hundred times, a thousand times, a million times, infinite times. Right. So that life that she would have had if she'd have made that other decision, that other timeline, um, it, it's just played out in another, in the multiverse, you know, right. in the infinite timelines. Right. But we're also talking about how after making a radical decision, you can't go back. Well, yeah, because time only moves one way. Right. Like we talked about using the example of like your father. Like right. we can't go to the timeline where he didn't die. Mm-mm. There is a, according to the multiverse theory, there is a timeline where that he didn't get COVID, he didn't die. Right. We can't go to that because we time only moves one way. And we've already experienced what it we've was We've already passed. Like. Yeah, we passed that time already. And we can't unknow things. You can't unknow things, but also you can't move time backwards. Right. So like we've already crossed that bridge. Yes. We can't go back. Mm-hmm. So we just keep going forward. So yeah, like when you're jumping timelines, you are... You're just moving forward. Yeah, you're just changing the course of whatever trajectory you're on, if you go right versus if you go left, mm-hmm. right? If you go right, it's this course. If you decide to go to that college, your life is going to go that course. If you decide to, you know, not go to school and, you know, get a job, your life will go a different course. And 
those are when you're in that moment that sort of fork in the road and i think we can all recognize when we are in those moments because we're filled with panic or exhilaration or whatever our fear uh you know reaction is and um you know it's a big moment and yeah i think it was a big moment deciding to go to joshua tree with with them yes and it doesn't sound big really when you say it like i just decided to go on vacation but the things that took place there um forever (laughs) forever have changed the timeline (laughs) because like we can't go back now we We can't unknow the information yeah yeah, that's just the talks that we had and the way that our our hearts opened up to one another like that the healing that took place just in that in those two days was so significant that we can no longer go back to the people who we were before right and uh this timeline feels just slightly different right um i wanted to talk about that too like how do you know that you've 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 jumped you've successfully jumped because it doesn't happen in the physical it's well, not you're like, always jumping yeah that's so you're, true. you're always jumping so it's not unusual when it does become unusual is when it's a big big jump mm-hmm. and you're like are these the same people right like the people around you are different they're rea- responding differently to you and like <clears throat> a part of me wonders because we are always jumping like, is it my energy that is different? Am I the one that's different? Or are they the one that's different? And I don't, I haven't figured that out yet. I think yet. it's both. I think because you've tuned your frequencies to something different, mm. now you're on a different channel, right? Like right. you're on a different station and whatever the frequencies are there, they're like, they're like each other. They right. Are alike so each you're other. different. And then the people are, the people well. around you are different because if they're around you at all, it's because of the vibrational match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's just my theory. I don't no, know. That if makes that's, sense. That makes that's sense. That's true. Again, we're we're <laughs> we're figuring it out, guys. We're just yeah, um, hypothesizing, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we're mulling it over. So, on it. so when we got back to San Diego after Joshua Tree, it was really funny when we pulled up to the house in the car, because um, Radio's neighbors were outside, and who normally don't talk to to me very often, but they were like super chatty yeah um they were like totally different people and i've witnessed them they're usually quiet they keep to themselves they don't even really say hi or look at us look in our direction but we pulled up and it was like almost like a uh welcome home party almost like they were out in the streets like there was a band yeah people were (laughs) it was the 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 enthusiasm behind the conversation is what struck me i was just like okay like i never talk to you but now we're just like on having a very excited conversation this is so weird right and it makes sense though because if you're on a higher timeline people are going to be responding to your higher timeline they're not going to be dismissive they're going to be like like that like enthusiastic almost even so we were just laughing about that because immediately it was weird it was different and then my sister said that when they got home like they were having other weird uh, symptoms. Like she said that they just kept breaking things. Yeah. <laughs> like the, they would keep dropping things, her and her husband. The they, sink was off. Yeah. Know? Like there was things that were like just acting differently or glitches, glitches, if you will. So I think when, you know, you've jumped a timeline when, when things are just a little bit different or. I'm very hopeful that if you're listening to this, that you're nodding and going, you know what? 
I know exactly what they're talking about. I remember when I did this and I came back or everything just changed. Everything felt different. Everything was different. Right. And then I'm, I would, oh, excuse me, I'd really like to hear. Like people. If, yeah, if there's, if anyone has anything like that, please, uh, yeah, reach out to us. Oh, you know what? We never talk about our email, huh? Yeah. <laughs> reach out to us. How? How are we going to reach out to you? Yes. Uh, the way you reach out to us is through email mm-hmm. uh, or through Instagram. Yeah. Right? So uh, our, our email is stardustradiopod, all one word, at gmail.com. Yes. So if you have anything you want to submit, comments, questions, complaints, uh, <laughs> feel free to do it there. Um, or you can hit us up on our Instagram, which is Stardust Radio Podcast. All oh. one word. So I, ho- I do hope to hear from you because I'm really interested in the timeline jumping thing. It's like such a cool... Yeah, I want to know if anyone else has experienced this phenomenon and what it was like how did it feel uh did anything we say about it resonate with you or or are we crazy just let us know <laughs> just let us <laughs> I need know. To know um yeah and again the the higher timeline i think if you're listening to this you're on that higher timeline absolutely you're on the timeline that uh, awakens where there is a great awakening mm-hmm. and i'm beginning to see that in my reality feedback loop <laughs> um, where my reality is continuing to show me other souls who are awaking uh, my reality is connecting with people connecting me with people who are awakening and i'm starting to have these uh, multi-dimensional experiences mm. so yeah, yeah. lucid dreams like everything is just ramped up our gifts Momentum. our psychic abilities um our twin flame telepathy uh, radio's been having these lucid dreams. We've been having... Out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I just started having them. Uh, we saw a fairy um, on my sister's ring camera. I don't know what that was. Well, okay. I'm, I'm just, just calling it a fairy. It could have been a bug, I guess. I, do, I don't think it was a bug. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wish we... We should probably post it on the Instagram. Yeah, actually we will. We'll post it on the Instagram um on the instagram good lord we're I so just, old we're so old we're so old um we don't want to be doing that yeah we're gonna put gas in our computer and crank it up <laughs> and upload yeah, it to we the... would like to hear from you through telegram not through email or any of that nonsense telegram the app not telegram the app like an actual telegram <laughs> yeah that's what i mean it should take like two weeks to get to us yes however long yeah just find a like a horseman Give them like a flask of your finest liquor and have them deliver the letter promptly. Post haste. (laughs) Exactly. 